I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome if you are new. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you guys are doing amazing and having an amazing week. This week that this podcast comes out is actually my birthday week. So a good one, but I will be traveling (laughs) on my birthday speaking at an amazing event in Toronto, Archangels. So Nothing like getting to do what you seriously love for your birthday, though. I couldn't complain at all. Today is going to be an interesting one, and I was inspired to do this. You guys have might have heard me talk about before Angela Loria. She is somebody that I'm working with in her program to write my book, which hopefully by the time this episode comes out, it'll be written because that is why I'm going to Hawaii to write it. So she said something in a training the other day, and I loved it because it It was put, she's very, if you know her, if you follow her, like I love her so much and she's very, very direct with her communication. And so what she actually said was our belief in our company company is that the customer is always wrong. And so it's just funny because it just like I was going to title the podcast episode that and I was like, I don't know, my people might think that I'm, you know, not understand what I'm about to say. So it's more that the customer is not always right. (laughs) And I love this because I think that you guys should all look at your business this way. So let me explain what this means. And this is something that I've actually had to talk to my team about. And it's something that we do value as well, which it means when somebody hires you, especially as a service business, but really with anything, a coach, service business to buy your course, to buy your product, to buy your service. Like if you offer a service and you're a chiropractor, for example, or a doctor, like the customer is not always right. They're not supposed to always be right because you are the expert. And so this kind of like thought that like, oh, the customer is always right. We do whatever they say. It actually kills you in your delivery because they hired you because they're an expert. They hired you because they don't know how to get the result that you're going to help them get. And so if you go at it as they're always right, it's actually going to hurt them. And so the way this is played out for our team is where I've had to actually train my ads managers because my ads managers just want to make our clients happy. That's like their number one goal. Like they're happy when our clients are happy. But sometimes you have to push back and say like, no, that strategy isn't good or we wouldn't recommend doing that or we really would recommend pushing like this date back a week for success with these ads or, you know, we think changing the strategy right now would not be a good idea. Whatever it is, you're pushing back like on an idea maybe that they had or a lot of times for us, the way this shows up is people want to change their strategy or do something where they don't give themselves enough leeway so they're not being set up for success. So those are like the two main things. And you could say, oh, the customer's always right. And so I'm going to just do that for them. 
I'm going to just accommodate. I'm going to make that change and I'm not going to say anything because I want to keep them happy. But that's not the right way to do it because you as a business owner and us specifically at Hirsch Marketing and as a service provider, we have a very in-depth process. We've done this hundreds and hundreds of times. We've spent millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars in ad spend. We've seen success like we are the experts and that is why our customer and our clients hire us. And so if we just have our clients hire us and then listen to them, um, not to say they have bad ideas sometimes, I'm just saying when it's not a good idea, the customer is not always right. They're not supposed to be always right because they're hiring you as the expert. And so your job as the expert is to push back on the customer with your process, with your values with what you believe is the way for them to get the result because that's why they hired you. And so I've had to train my ads managers to give them that confidence, to give them that um, permission to be like, don't run with a strategy that you think is a bad idea just because it's going to quote, make the client happy in the moment. Because what will happen is in 30 days, they're not going to be happy anymore because the strategy didn't work and we didn't say anything. And you know what? This goes the same for my company as I'm saying this. For my employees, the one thing I always say is the only time I will be really upset at you is if you let us do something and you knew it was a bad idea and you didn't say anything. That's the only time. Like otherwise we can figure it out. We can look at process. We can evaluate. We can, you know, we can do all that. But if you think something is a bad idea or think it's not going to work or you have a better way that you could do something and you don't speak up and say something about it, I will be upset. And that's the same with our clients. If they come to us and they say, I want to launch next week, you know, I have to do it next week, or I want to change my whole strategy right now because I'm not sure if this is working yet and it's been a couple of weeks. Our job is to say no and put our foot down and say, no, here's why and here is the plan. And I think that it's so powerful for people to own their content and their process and just everything about their delivery in that way so that you are really supporting the customer even more than the people who don't do that. And if you don't have a, you know, content or process or, you know, for us, it's like, it's the Hirsch process. Everything we do is around that. Everything we create, you know, is very, very in-depth process because it's proven. It's like what we know works. And when we've even gone as far as putting together case studies for clients that were like, look, this client changed their strategy. We don't give names in this case. We're like, this client in the past changed their strategy. And, you know, here's what happened. So that they have like that contrast and that example to know like, oh, I don't want to make that same mistake. And so we're trying to save them from that mistake. But that's our job. That's why they hired us. That We are the experts. And so if we don't step up and own that, it will hurt our clients. And so in your delivery, if it's a course, if it's a service, if it's coaching, whatever it is, you need to be so confident in your process that you're able to be like, no, this is how we get the end result. This is the path. This is the next step. We're not going to waver from this. All I ask for you as my client or my customer is to trust that. Do you trust that? Like you, you bought it from me. I think you, we can do that, you know, and, and, and obviously explaining it to them um, and making sure they're clear on the plan. But 
your job is to be that expert. And so I thought this was just a really powerful way. So to quote her, what she said was, our company value is that the customer is always wrong (laughs) because so she's teaching people how to write books and they have like a very specific process for it. It's a little bit different um, than what like the normal process would be. They, They definitely do things differently. And so she says to her team, you know, our job is to make sure that that our clients follow this process. And if they you know, suggest to us a different way or like they want to do this thing and and it's not our process. Our job is to say, no, like they're not right. It's not to be that accommodating, you know, person. And I just thought that was really powerful because also what that does is it makes it you feel like as the client or as the customer, while this person knows their stuff and you have that next level of trust in their their confidence because how terrible it is like I've been in you know relationships where I paid somebody to do something and then I was kind of like doing what they said and then I was like I questioned it right so I you know maybe I was like following a, a program or what somebody recommended I can't think of an example off the top of my head but I know I've been in this situation where I've done something somebody is saying I question it and then I start to think of a better way and then if I go that better way and I either like one, start to see results or I don't get any pushback, then I doubt everything else that person's teaching. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm paying, you know, I'm paying you and you're telling me this, but then I'm doing it a different way and you're just kind of letting me do it. So I should just come up with what I'm doing anyways, because I'm coming up with the ideas. And I know that people have also had this experience a lot with marketing. They'll, they'll tell me like, I hired an ads manager, but I'm the one sitting there driving all the strategy. And part of that is because you hired an ads manager and you don't have a strategist. You need both. But it feels terrible, right? When you hire somebody and your expectation is that they're going to drive it and they're going to push back on you when needed um, and they're going to bring you through a process and that works and like use their expertise because the reason you hired them for whatever service or, you know, product or information that you did you hired them to get a result that you know they're an expert on and you're not. Otherwise, you wouldn't have hired them. And so if if you start to try to do your own thing just by kind of guessing or you think it's right and they don't push back or they don't give you any feedback on that or like help guide you, you lose trust in everything else they teach. And that's happened to me a lot with coaches because I haven't had a lot of coaches. And so like the couple that I've had are the ones who do push back on me and they're like, I hear you there, Emily, but this is the way we're going to, this is the way I suggest doing it. And here's why. And they like kind of riff with me a little bit. And then I understand. And then I'm like, okay, I trust you. I'll do this. I'll try this. Um, And so Alex Sharfman's an example of that. And he'll tell you, if you talk to him about me, he'll be like, Emily, she pushed back at the beginning of our content so much. She didn't want to do the daily huddle. She didn't want to do this. She didn't want to do this. And I didn't. It's true. Because in my head, I was like, I know better, which is silly, but I didn't trust it. And so I had to push back on him. And if he would have been like, oh, yeah, like, it's fine. You don't have to do the daily huddle. You know, you could do whatever you want. I would be like, wait a second. That's your con. You know, that's your content. Aren't you confident in that? And instead, he pushed back heavily on me and he doesn't waver. And then I fully trust now what he says, like to the point where if he says something, I don't really question it. I'm like, okay, I trust you, you know, but I had to build that trust. And so if you're in that type of relationship and you're not owning your content and your process and, you know, your direction for getting clients the results that they want or customers the results that they want, you're you're doing your your business a disservice because you're going to lose people's trust 
And also you're not going to help them get results. And so if you have a team, you also have to train the team to do this because it's very hard. Remember your, your team members are employees. They just want to keep everybody happy. They want to keep their job. They want to do a good job. They want to over deliver. They want you to be happy. They want the clients to be happy. And so it's hard for them to make that decision and say, let me push back on the clients and potentially get some more pushback from the client until we get to a middle ground. That's hard for them. And so the way you do it is you continually educate them on the process. You put them through experiences where you support them and you say, I fully back your decision to, you know, push back on that. That's exactly what I would do. Then every time that little micro experience happens, they have experience doing that and feel more confident doing it the next time around. But it's so, so important that you do this and that you look at it this way that your customers, your clients hired you because they don't know how to get the result that you offer. And if you don't stand up for that and stick to your process and own it, you will hurt your company and your business. And I mean, how terrible is it also to be in like, I've been in like a a course before where people are (laughs) giving advice in like the Facebook group, like the students and none of the like either moderators or like the, the course creators like come and jump in. It's like, wait a second, these students don't know what they're talking about. They hired you for the same reason I hired you. Like, why are they in here giving advice, <laughs> you know? So it's just funny. And Angela mentioned that too, like people in there <laughs> giving advice about how to write books who just hired her to write a write books. It's just like the one thing we know is they do not know how to write a book because they hired me. So make sure you do this and, and you build out this process in your delivery and it'll be really powerful. It's been really powerful for us. It's also just helped to build amazing client relationships because it also like, like I just said with the team member where you build that micro confidence every time they have that experience. It's the same with the client or the customer. So for me, whenever I had those little experiences with Alex in the beginning, when I'd push back and he'd push back on me, I built a little bit of trust with him. With our clients, when we push back and then they do what we say and it works, we're building that trust with them. And so same with your clients and your customers. Um, So a different way of thinking about it, and I think it's really important for the service industry especially, but also for the coaching. I mean, Alex is a coach to me and that was very important that he constantly followed his process and stood up for his process and his beliefs Um, and make sure they're not just like, make sure your beliefs are a little bit polarizing. Like everyone doesn't have to agree with it. And you know what? If you lose some clients because they don't agree with it or customers, like then they didn't fit your process. Then you need to go look at your your onboarding, your sales process because you're bringing on the wrong people. And so that's like, you want to have that polarization. You want to know exactly like, here are the people we work with. Here are the people we don't work with. And, and it's not everyone. Remember that. All right, you guys. So hopefully this was helpful. I know it was a, it was a fun thing for me to listen to and just like as a great reminder. So I always try to bring those things to the podcast. So thanks so much for tuning in today, guys. And I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.